Hello, hello. We once again return to Blades in the Dark. Alrighty, back in the saddle we are. Every time I open up your guys' little group panel, I have a small giggle because there's a very cute pair of chickens. A double pair of no. chickens. <laughs> One of them is a bomb. I mean, they're all bombs on the inside. Yeah, technically, some bombs. All bombs. They're bomb shaped, to be fair, so you did good in choosing your chickens. Ah, uh, yes, you are quite welcome for discovering that amazing piece of clip art. Alrighty, hopping back into things. Last week, you guys wanted to throw the reins to Ogre. Yeah, we oh, did. Good. Did you think Ogre? You think I have a brain? Uh, yeah. You can't tinker well, without wrong. one. You can't tinker without one. What do you mean? It isn't. It's it all is, instinct. It... <laughs> no, it's not. There's some brain it's working there somewhere. There's a brain uh, that controls zero. those instincts. All right, fine. We're going to the Deathlands. <laughs> Woohoo! Go! Gonna go look for something to help with the train thing I'm crafting. Because I totally remember where something like that is. By instinct, right? <laughs> yeah, yes. by instinct. Everything is instinct. Head empty. Actually empty. No brain. I mean, it just, that just gets in the way. It literally weighs you down. Yeah. You're gonna, gonna end so terribly. It'll end fine. <laughs> It'll end. Period. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I was expecting you to say. <laughs> I'm not that negative. I am. <laughs> okay, I see. Alrighty, so the intention is to just go out and look for stuff, basically? Pretty much. I'm assuming I would know of some weird thing that would be helpful. I guess, well, what is our approach to this? Obviously, we know the Deathlands are dangerous. So how are you guys going out there and doing your thing? I mean, we'll probably need the scavengers, right? Probably get some of them to see if they can help. That would make sense. Are you guys going to the Lost District or into, like, the, into the wilds? I mean, I feel like Lost District is safer, but I don't know if we'll find anything there. Alrighty, so are we reaching out to our boy or just going out and doing our thing? Oh, we're definitely reaching out. I mean, we did it. promise we wouldn't be going salvaging without them. Yeah, at least a couple volunteers. I will say you guys basically ring up Mr. Richter and he's more than willing to meet with you. Uh, we'll meet, meet at our regular spot. We probably need to give him something out of this. Instead of just, hey, give us some men that might die. All right. Is there anything that he wants and can't get because there's something in the way? Because, I mean, we have a different skill set, right? Yeah, basically. You guys' skill set is more talking to people, jurisdiction and things of that nature. There's no jurisdiction out there. You just go. All right. So then we're, we're kind of along for the ride then. Yeah. Y'all are basically the same thing. Hey, what do you need help with? <laughs> I would say upon asking him one particular bit that they may be have issues uh two things one is they were essentially formed primarily based off of iron hook prison so they are condemned prisoners and the way for them to basically get off the death row is to go into the deathlands and bring back pretty things that is basically their pardon effectively some of them were able to completely sever that and they're you know officially in deathland scavengers others are being watched carefully so if you guys could help officially pardon some of them that would very much help them basically speed the process up the iron hook prison blue coats etc etc effectively force some people out there quicker 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 making them obviously uh more hectically respond therefore die faster so richter is losing men not left and right more likely than he would prefer it's going out there in a controlled way is obviously more effective than being rushed out there you need to bring something back this time or else that's not working for them so 
There's too many men that still have a tight leash on. Removing that would help quite a bit. We need to get them extra stuff from out there, basically, and just give it to them. That or pull some strings on the inside. Who would be able to get their sentence reduced or revoked? Matt, you and Kim are quite good at that. You'd know someone that is directly involved in the blue coats. Maybe he could have something pulled. Uh, you and Kim are pretty good with your silver tongue, so you guys could probably convince someone or blackmail someone or something along those lines. Maybe help the right person. I was more so thinking because we also still need to deal with that magistrate that is releasing the leader of the uh, Bill Hooks. Yeah, yeah, the dad. Oh, uh, true. So let's say we get rid of the issue, the, the issue with him and then he is in debt to us and we can have him pull some strings. And this doesn't have to be now. Richard trusts you guys. So basically when you can get it done, he's cool. Okay. And if y'all go that route, then he can essentially show you the simplest way into the Lost District without, you know, zapping yourself on the fence. And of course, Ogre, you've been supplying them with various backpacks. They can also give you some. Uh, we know they work decently well, but, you know, there's crazy shit out there, so who knows what could happen. Yeah. It'll be a good chance for uh, Ogre to see how it works and see if he wants to make tweaks. Maybe after the train I can work on, like, ghost backpack improvements. Ooh. Need those cup holders. <laughs> Definitely. Well, do you think they don't already have cup holders? Come on. <laughs> That's a yeah, nice feature. It only has two of them. <laughs> oh, true. I could add more. We need some hidden cup holder pockets, too. Yeah. On your backpack. <laughs> Alrighty, we can very much go down that route. And essentially what he lets you know is there's not necessarily a weak spot. Because it is, you know, firmly, uh, firmly held. Uh, but they know a guy that can essentially just kind of get you through. There's, there's like a small portion of the gate that they can turn off without anyone really noticing. And you guys are able to kind of whoop, just sneak on through real quick. That so doesn't no sound one... dangerous at all. Getting back is slightly a pain, he says, as long as you guys oh, aren't really? there. Yeah, he's like, basically, don't be out there for the whole day. Um, as long as you come back within a day, you should be fine. Just don't spend more than one day there, because you will not guarantee the same person will be at watch. Hmm. And I assume you guys would mention what you're looking for, train stuff? I mean, it's not exactly train stuff. It's like stuff that... Can hold a soul, I guess, because that was the whole point. I also want to keep my eyes out open for art of any kind. You guys' inventory shouldn't matter too much because you guys are decently fine in that sense. You will need to put on the backpack, of course, which is one load, but you guys have the extra straps, so you should be fine in that. You guys basically never go in heavy with your load anyway, so you're fine. So I have a, uh, <laughs> a custom-made impromptu Deathland location little chart here. Uh, you oh, guys good. can, yeah, you guys can tell me if you want where you want to go. I can give you uh, general ideas and then I can just randomly roll on it. We can see uh, <laughs> what plays out. General locations are, okay, you guys are going to find a river or a swamp here, but basically train. So spark rails, uh, an ancient manor. So a larger home, urban outside, urban inside. A larger home would have a higher chance of having more valuable things, but it also might have been scavenged already. I'd say he directed you guys to like a, a section of the uh, Lost District. I, my brain isn't saying it because we'd never go here. A section of the Lost District that probably hasn't been completely raided, so he doesn't waste you guys' time. He knows this is dangerous. You guys know this is dangerous. He doesn't want you guys to get hurt. I mean, it's possible something got, you know, overlooked. Yeah. All right, uh, Ogre, roll me a d6, please. Oh, good. Beautiful. That's on that one. Well, the next one will be now. Let's find out, actually. <laughs> Okay, no, it was uh, a three. You're getting lower, though. I know. 
possibly be lower. So you're getting lower in uh, in odds too. So five three one would be perfect. Oh, true. Come on, ogre, one more roll. Uh, nope. Made a sandwich. Ruined it. <laughs> made a sandwich. He made a three witch. Good job. Thanks. I hate it. You're welcome. All right. As we push on into the lost district, it does indeed live up to the name. Unsurprisingly, there is no one here. It is relatively quiet. Besides the the blowing winds, it's actually incredibly dark. As there's the only light out here is light that comes from the electric fence. As you guys move further and further in to the Lost District, of course, it becomes darker. You guys have your lanterns, so you're able to produce enough light that it's not too much of an issue. Moving about a bit, we come across a home that looks like it might be a pretty decent hit. I would say for you, Desmond, he, uh, you guys, you guys have some blue, you guys have all your, your blueprints and such. And some of them would date back to here as well. Although not perfect, they are up to date enough that Richter was able to help you and say, well, you guys should check about here and here. Some of the buildings might have been completely dilapidated or knocked over, but last we checked, this stretch of land here, and you should find something to your liking. Just be careful. And coming across, we see a very large, it's like a Sado mansion. This isn't as rich as somewhere like Brightstone or, you know, etc., etc. Um, and next door to it are the slave quarters. And you can tell that the door was locked via chains on the outside. Hmm. You know, this area should be relatively ripe for the picking. Would a burglary kit include a chain cutter? Sorry, did I say slave quarter or servant quarter? The slave quarters. Servant quarters, sorry. What's the difference? I, What's I'm, the difference? Okay. I mean, same concept. I feel like people would maybe ignore that, so I think we might find a gem hidden away in a little hidey hole. I mean, the chains haven't been cut, so it definitely hasn't been looted like that. Correct. It, you guys can kind of rattle it real quick, and it is fairly firm. Um, Full-on bolt cutters, I would say probably not, but there is a lock you can pick. I mean, I do have a pry bar. Oh, good. Lock picking. Oh, my <laughs> specialty. It's fine. Pry bar could also do it. Uh, your choice. How rusted are these uh, chains and locks? If you were to pry it, you know you're strong enough to pop it open. It'll just make some sound. If you were to lock pick, it'd be a little bit quieter, so... So I should lockpick. Try lockpicking at first, I guess, and otherwise I can break it open. Go ahead and just... Tinker time. Yeah, go ahead and just roll me a tinker, finesse, whatever makes the most sense for you, and should be... Well, we're very safe here, so controlled. I was going to ask what the devil's bargain was, but I feel like Demon's going to murder me. <laughs> How about we make a deal? Oh, boy. <laughs> no. Stop asking the devil for help. Oh, my God. That's a success. <laughs> Barely. Hey, a win's a win. Doesn't matter how you got it. Yeah. Because the chains are so rusted, all that's going to happen is while you're kind of picking away and doing your thing, one of the chains falls loose quicker than you were expecting, and it kind of bangs up against the door and makes some sound. It echoes out, and you always all wait for a moment, and you hear nothing stir. That was definitely a bit louder than we were anticipating. I'll go ahead and throw out a clock. I'll just oh, call good. it sound, and I'll just add a tick to it if you guys are too loud. That fills up, we die. Well, yeah, what's the risk of, what are we going to draw? Yes, you don't know. There's, there's, there's <laughs> the crazy... We never know. There's nasty well, well, stuff. Well, I, I, all right, lucky, I mean, it's just a ghost. Yeah. We, we should have a general idea. Is it going to be ghosts and demons or humans? There should be no Probably people ghosts and demons. Well, okay. there's humans here, like ogre, but you know. Well, yeah, what I mean is, are we concerned about potential humans, or is it purely worries about ghosts and demons? 
definitely ghosts and demons because we don't care about humans finding us. If a person is found, they actually might be from the Deathline Scavengers, and if anything, that's good because you can say, hey, what's up? If not, negotiations might be underway. Uh, for the most part, this is to avoid anything spooky come up and grabbing you. Now, it's not a full on, it fills up, and all demons just jump to your location. It's in the background, and as with most clocks, this one can be reversed um, during probably special moments when I'll, I'll let you guys know, or you can say, like, hey, can we do X, Y, or Z? Uh, but yes, the servants' quarters are now open to you all. We should probably sneak in. All right. Sneak in. Yes. Just in case there's some weird I'll shit here. In, and I'll use my crowbar to lock it from the inside, basically. All right. If that's uh, possible. Yeah, you, you can definitely wedge this, this door shut. You're able to wedge it. There's various furniture and such nearby that if you want to push up against the door and kind of, you know, winch the wood, you can very much do that if you need to. And as we hop on in, you can see, looking at the outside, and then also the inside, this servant's quarter is actually, well, it seems to be like a row of servant's quarters. So this looks like the primary entrance, and it is linked to the building to your guys' left. You can see a small little doorway that goes through. You can see a small doorway that goes to the right. So this place is actually... Uh, quite extensive. It's just very tightly packed. It, it's a there's a whole bunch of small rooms that are just strewn together with cheap moldering furniture. Uh, as you guys enter, you hear a scurrying from across the room and see a little pack of rats just like shoot across the room. Fuck food. I want to go for one of the rats. That's dinner. <laughs> we just had lunch. We can do that after. That's dinner, though. <laughs> I mean, are we staying up long? I don't how know. Are, how are if we if we on back yet by dinner we can eat those rats how long do these take i feel like we would be out here a couple days no we don't want to be out here for that long we don't even want to be out here for one day yeah i guess <laughs> i mean ogre doesn't care but like we shouldn't be out here for that long Alrighty, you guys look about and just see a bunch of really tightly packed hallways there's enough room for you know a single person to walk through but mm, this place was more so designed to fit Many people, and not really for comfort. What do y'all do? I want to sneak around looking for paintings. Yes, stay within, visual, stay within visual range of each other, though. Yeah. Looking about, initially, you probably aren't going to find any paintings, as this was a servant's quarter. It looks like some things have been taken, and mostly what's been left behind is realistically just furniture. There are various drawers and such that are actually left open. It almost looks like this place was ransacked, prior to you guys getting here and then locked after. It's definitely strange. Oh, good. So there could be something in here. Oh, uh, yeah. It's not super uncommon for servants to, like, hide stuff. So I guess we can look, like, inside some of the furniture for stuff. And as you all begin to do that, does anyone have a study or survey skill? I have study. Uh, I have one study. I have two study. <laughs> I have one study. Would we all like to look, work together Looking through stuff? Sure. Yes. Okay, who would like to lead the role? I'll lead this. Uh, control That's standard. Fine. Well, uh, you did it, but you're getting too stressed. You're welcome. I was thinking <laughs> feeling he wanted it. <laughs> but it's a little early in the session to want it. I mean, I don't mind stress, but I don't want it to get up quickly. <laughs> you, don't want, you don't want another <laughs> drama? No, not really. I'm only <laughs> when you just got from, one? Uh, Burma gone. Same. No. Looking about. I've gotten real close. <laughs> looking about, you guys begin to find the. Yes, actually. They most likely did hide some things here. 
you sort of push back behind one of the doors that was pulled out, and it has a fake bottom and a fake backing. Popping both those off, you're able to find, well, what probably was a little, like, pouch for hiding food and such. Uh, There's a little bit left. It's it's like a dried jerky type thing. We don't know what kind of meat this is, but it's held in this little bag. Uh, So y'all can yoink that if you want. Uh, Looking in one of the couches, you guys can actually cut open a pillow. Uh, You guys find one coin worth of riches. And looking about this room, you learn that, yeah, if we just kind of keep poking at things, they probably hid things in various locations. I wish to keep poking. You guys look about, kind of see, lining each room, you notice they're not tiny. I'd say they're about the size of like a, like a volleyball. Gargoyles, stone gargoyles, maybe four or so per room. And they're watching down, uh, primarily focused in the center of each room. As you guys move from one room to the next... When Desmond is like precariously keeping track of every room we go in, doing like when we're done leaving the door open so we know we have been there or something. It's an odd thing in a servant's quarter, isn't it? A stylish choice. I'm wondering if they're possessed or if they're like a switch. Uh, I will put on my spirit mask. (laughs) (laughs) And I will look at them to see if they have any uh, spiritual energies around them, I guess. They very much do, yes. Oh, good. They're possessed. Possessed? All right. Or they're like a trap or something. In a servant's quarters. You're sure this is a servant's quarter room, right? You guys look around and it very much looks like a servant's quarters, yeah. I want to focus on this room a little harder. Okay. Uh, Are you looking for anything in particular? Extra hidden cranny nook. Would I have been able to find a uh, document, a blueprint of this specific building, or was that too long gone? Yes, the blueprint you have for this building, so far it is lining up to precisely what you have. So nothing seems adjusted, nothing too weird. Is there a room that doesn't seem like a servant quarter, more like a, I don't know, control room? We'll say upon entering, you guys took a left turn. Were you to take a right turn, there, there's probably a more so like a meeting room for them to meet up with uh, either the master or the head servant so they can discuss the docket for the day. Things of that nature. But this servant's quarter is very much, it's next to the mansion that was to the right, but it's not connected. So there's no door. You'd have to actually walk out from what you guys can see to get back over there. I want to check out the meeting room first. I definitely want to make mental note of this room. This is odd. It's odd, right? Please tell me it's not odd. It's definitely odd. I mean, <laughs> we're in the Deathlands, so. Uh, unless those statues can move... And they just like to hang out in various places. This is odd. <laughs> yeah, they might just be, you know, monitoring tools. Yeah. Yes. Is it an extra big room? Like a, I don't know, like a horror room or something? This one is definitely a bit larger. You can see an area for where chairs would have been lined up. All the chairs are currently pushed up against the wall. There is, there are like a few that are slightly out of the way, but it looks like the intention was to push them up against the wall to completely clear the area out. The, a lot of the wood is bowed with foot traffic, and it smells incredibly musty in here. There's also four gargoyles, one in each corner, all looking down, approximately the same size, and there's a sort of an impromptu stage up front for someone to walk up a small set of stairs, look down to everyone, and have their speech. You know that uh, any voice would travel pretty well throughout this room. It's got nice acoustics. It is the only room that is large and not claustrophobic like the others. Okay, so they could just be guard dogs. Probably. We won't know until they attack us, I guess. Yeah. Until we're already dead. <laughs> okay, I'll, onward. I'll check out the stage first. 
is it like just a normal stage or any buttons on or something? A microphone? Seems a very normal stage. No interesting technology here, unfortunately. But as you begin to walk around, Desmond, uh, sort of checking the stage and just looking about, there is an area that sounds more hollow than the rest as you walk across it. I knock on the wall. Checking the surrounding area, it seems hollow here. You can tell there's a, there's a slight little like wedge in the wood where someone might have popped this up sometime in the past. Let's wedge it up again. It's it's like bowed from age, right? Slightly, yeah. It's creaky, so I, I guess I would try to do it quietly, so finesse. Sure. You said you want to help him? Yeah. Okay, so group action or... What do you want to assist? Yeah. I'll assist. All right, you get five dice then, Desmond. Mm. Do I take anything for that? One stress. Already silent as the night, Desmond. You're able to get the little metal wedge in there and just kind of slowly pry. You wait an extra second, you kind of find like where the notch is. It, it's it's definitely pushed down. You're almost feeling as if this was semi-regularly opened, but they tried sealing it before leaving and abandoning this location. And you kind of like, pops on open. Only a slight creak from the wood. Looking down in there, you find a book, leather bound, and next to it you find what seems to be an old semi-beat-looking leather bag. I'll give the bag to uh, Kim to look into it. I'll read the book, I guess. It's in the bag. Looking in the bag, it jangles a bit as he hands it to you. And inside, although it's semi-hard to see, you kind of have to bring your flame uh, over it. You see small, white, semi-square-looking things inside, and then what seems to be like a porous but hard growth. Uh, it looks like it might be coral. It's like a dark, dark, dark blue. And then there's small little white things kind of all around it. Not connected. They're all separate. It, it, it's probably hard to see. The bag goes a little deep. You might either have to dump it out or pull something out to actually see what it is. I mean, I can't tell what anything is. Can any of us tell what any of this stuff is? Ogre at least can check if it's uh, spiritual. The primary reason you can't tell what it is, it's just literally too dark and the bag goes too deep. You'd have to just like to dump it out or pull it out. Is it super heavy? No, it's it's relatively light, actually. I mean, it's, it's got some weight to it, but no more than like an empty mug. I think I will put it away for now. Take it with us okay. to look at later. Alrighty, you find two things in this book. One of them, quite simply, the first, I want to say 20 to 25 pages are very much intact. But after that, it looks like three fourths of the book is more so dedicated to hiding something in it. And now that you have it in your hands, it's not locked. There's nothing strange. You turn a sheet of cardboard. It's just much thicker paper. Uh, looks like maybe some form of glue or something was uh, spread over it in order to function somewhat similar to a lid. And upon opening it, you see what looks like a small pistol, but rather than ending in like a muzzle, there's no, there's no hole. Instead, there's like two metal pincers in a way. That are at the edge of it. It has a trigger and everything. It's slightly larger than your small pistol, Desmond. Interesting. Hey, Ogre, you've ever seen anything like this? Huh? I'm just like looking in the corner looking for stuff. It's a weird pistol with, I don't know, pincers. Uh, I don't know. Uh, upon closer inspection, you can see that uh, were you to turn it, the area where you'd like slip in a magazine is currently empty. But you can see, like, do you, do you guys play with it or touch anything, or are you just kind of giving it a look over real quick? There's nothing in the, uh, the clip, right? It's empty, yeah. I guess I'll ask him what was in the, the bag. 
I will Other pull person. the bag back <laughs> out and start pulling stuff out on the floor. So you find this chunk of coral, and it looks as if chunks of it have been cut off, now that you're, like, you know, gazing closer at it. And all those little white things seem to be gnarled, spiky knuckle bones. They're definitely not human. Oh, good. That's weird. The spike in each knuckle looks like it's naturally formed and not ground down. Uh, they don't look bullet-sized, right? Nope. Is that all that was in the bag? Yep, the chunk of coral and basically a set of spiky knuckle bones. There's approximately, I would say, like eight of them. And upon closer inspection, you can tell that, you know, where, where a magazine would go. It's circular, weirdly enough. But if you were to look at this ogre, you could tell that, like, uh, a glass vial or a metal vial, as long as it's enforced, could actually be clipped up into there. So is that meant for bullets? Some kind of chemical injector, basically. Probably. Desmond's going to take out his vial of slumber essence and see if it fits. If you were to pop off the, the stopper <clears throat> on top and, like, retrofit it with something else, maybe for the slumber powder to, like, be ejected or pulled out via force, uh, you realize, yeah, like, if it's, if it's very well, but there's something that's missing that you guys could probably fashion if you were to have the time to do this. I guess we take it with us, mess with it later. I'm pocketing it, yeah. Uh, as you guys are doing this, you, you hear, you've been hearing creaks throughout the house the entire time, but you hear one that's a little bit louder this time. It comes from across the way... Uh, from a wing you haven't been to just yet. Also, to be clear, the first 25 or so pages, they're still intact, and they are legible. I'll keep the book out and, like, I don't know, try to read it as I walk through the building, I guess. While you're looking through that, Ogre, what are you doing? I guess I would have been looking at the pistol and then move on to a new room. Sure. So we're all just kind of turn back and going back to the uh, staying quarters, yeah. basically. Assuming there's nothing, nothing further to find in this room. After yeah. you guys can find. Looking through a bit more, like I mentioned, very cramped, very musty. Uh, there's various growths and such in the corner of each room. You can tell that some of these gargoyles have been grown over. They've, it, this place has definitely been abandoned for quite some time. Uh, almost all of the wood creaks and groans as we walk through this abandoned building. And Desmond, you pass about a room or two. And uh, by this point, the illuminated pages uh, pretty easily spell out what the intent of this thing is. It looks at it as it can be used for two things. Uh, of course, you can put, you know, your sleeping devices and such in it, but it is a, effectively a blueprint. So you have the weapon itself or the injector, and then you have next to it. These are all semi-crudely drawn, but it makes sense if you were to sit down and kind of, you know, parse it out. There are measurements and such. Next to it, it shows the approximate size the vial should be, which almost matches yours to a T. There's a little piece of metal that effectively needs to be screwed or glued or, you know, melted on or something to the top. And that allows whatever's inside the vial to be fed up into this injector. Uh, you see that in the next few couple pages, the knuckle bones themselves can be ground down. So can this coral if you were to like a chunk, cut a chunk off. If you mix it, and this part's very particular, if you mix it a very certain way, this can function as a drug. Now, the drug is incredibly potent. If you were to mix it the wrong way, which it shows you how to do, this could very easily kill someone or leave them permanently catatonic. Oh, good. Nice. These are not normal ingredients that you just pick up anywhere. I know of someone we could use that on. <laughs> you do know if you were to use this as a recreational drug, it shows you it's really specific on how much you need to use. And it's, it's not that much. You have to use the whole knuckle, but you can't use too much of the coral. Because that's, that's the dangerous part. But combining it can give you a, a crazy sense of euphoria. It'll just 
lost in the sauce, if you will. It's good shit. And they make that very clear. <laughs> they also make it very clear to not overdose on this. You can't really become. But why not? Yeah, it's it's uh, there's not really a chemical addiction. Uh, it's more of a feeling addiction. But you definitely need to worry about putting in too much and then kind of just going loony. So I guess I'll show the blueprint to Ogre and say, yeah, hey, you think you can make this? Probably. Good. Okay, this is a big room. Any art? Just looking for art. That's all <laughs> your goal is. <laughs> you see places where art might have once been. Yes, it looks like I mentioned as if this place was sort of scraped clean, unfortunately. Uh, moving about, though, you guys are walking through various rooms and you end up in one of the servants' sleeping quarters. The beds are still here, although they've been stripped of any coverings or furnishings. Stole just wood. And looking about Desmond, pairing this room to your blueprints, much like the other home we went into, you can tell that the room you're standing in is ever so slightly smaller than it should be. What is it with people have fake walls in this place? <laughs> <laughs> Please, that's probably standard in this entire world. I mean, that's true. Especially in six in our, We have mm -hmm. at least six in our base. Only six. That you know of. I didn't know we had any. <laughs> no, no, you do. More places to hide my ghost bottles. I'll uh, see which wall was the fake one and uh, first check if there's any like indent that I can open it at all. As you walk up to one of the back walls, you notice that fiddling around a bit, and this is relatively obvious considering the shelves are completely empty, but you can actually kind of fit your fingers. So where the actual shelf meets the back, you can actually fit your fingers between. There's like a little divot. Now this shelf is it's about eye level with you guys. So if you were really tall, you could probably see this, or really short, you might actually not see it. Because you notice that looking under this shelf, if you were to put your fingers in this little divot, you actually can't see your fingers pushing down because you're not going straight down at a 90 degree angle. They're going like in and forward. And upon touching the shelf, you can tell it is like firmly pushed into the wall, uh, almost as if it were like built into it almost. So you're definitely pushing into the wall itself beyond. And feeling around a little bit, there seems to be a switch. You can fit about two fingers in here and the switch can be turned. It'll take a little bit of effort, but, you know, it, you can definitely get in there. Desmond's big fingers? They can My fit, yeah. big ass sausage fingers. <laughs> yeah. Smaller fingers, you could fit three, so. But today, should I reach in? Yeah, sure. I, I, I think turning something with two fingers is a little hard. <laughs> All right, I'll reach in, turn it. As you reach Goodbye up. By hand. You hear an audible. <laughs> your hand is gone. <laughs> it's fine. We can replace your hand with a knife. Oh, my God. True. No, yeah. a knife launcher. <laughs> yeah. Yes. One for each finger. Mm -hmm. Yes, even better. Him scissor hands. Oh my god. No. This this is bad for everyone. <laughs> Think of all the sausages she can cut off. <laughs> Ogre, you're you're winning brownie points now. No, I hate this. <laughs> You've lost so many these past several sessions. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Don't give her inspiration. What have I done? <laughs> Be yourself. Wow. <laughs> That's just rude. That's kind of rude, yeah. He can't Sorry. Help it. He was born this way. Sorry. I was born an old man. Oh, now you're going to me feel sad. Don't do that. Alrighty, digging around here a bit, you hear an audible click, and the shelf next to you clicks and return. And it loosens itself and slides ever so slightly to the right, revealing another room beyond. Again? We go to the beyond. 
All right, as you guys move across this second shelf, uh, you see that there's a set of stairs that lead down. Very, very, very rickety. And it seems like it goes down approximately one floor. And at the bottom, oh, Desmond has see. a trauma upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder la- why. La- last time he was uh, going down one, he got stabbed in the back. Is this, uh, is this, is this one of the situations where, like, you go ahead first, Cam? <laughs> yes, actually. Um, alright I'll go first (laughs) I wonder who stabbed him in the back (laughs) it wasn't me descending the stairs very quickly able to reach bottom the creaking gets louder and louder as you move in the shelf behind you doesn't close it's it's less a door and more it kind of just like slides off the side a bit I went down last let's say that I um, closed the door behind us as well I put like a makeshift block on that Sure. You actually see that there is a switch over on this side. Uh, if it were to be turned, it should open the door from this side. So you're not really sure how old this uh, this tech is. It might jam, but definitely doing that is a smart idea. Descending all the way, you see a rather ornate door, actually. It does not match anything around it at all. All this is makeshift, mud, stone, and very, very rickety wood that they were just barely able to get their hands on. This, though, is actually quite beautiful. It's exquisitely carved. Gazing upon it... We take the door. (laughs) (laughs) You can tell that this isn't regular wood. Not at all, actually. If anything, upon closer inspection, knowing who you guys know, we we have an art dealer. This is almost more than exquisite. It is quite rare. There's no door handle. We're taking the door. I mean, we'll have to come back for the door, but yes. No, we're taking it right now. We're taking the door right now. This is what we came for. Okay. For the other stuff. (laughs) It is fixed in place and has no door handle. There is a phrase carved at about eye height. I'm trying to think if there's any languages that y'all would have. There's three major languages in Duskfall. The most common one is Acrosian, which is the imperial language. The second language is for you, Kim. Uh, Skovik, the mother tongue of Skovland across the sea. The second one, huh? Interesting. Yeah. And then the third, most rare, is Hadrafi. It's an ancient tongue found in musty old tomes, still spoken among some people, particularly Eruvians. Desmond is single language. I'm bilingual. What about Ogre? What are words? He just makes sounds that we somehow understand it. <laughs> Don't worry about it. All right. <laughs> So this old language is usually not shunned necessarily, uh, but it is definitely not used. Not as much as the other two, at least. For some odd reason, though, Ogre, you feel as if you can read this? Sort of. Ah, yes. Go the ahead. language of my people. <laughs> Go ahead and roll me study. Oh, good. Uh, it should just be risky standard. If you want to push this anyway, you're more than welcome to. I will push myself. This is you rattling your brain. Would I have come across in my schooling? Probably, but it would be sort of like a side class he would take because it's not necessarily useful. Okay. Uh, but fortunately, he did indeed succeed. And you can determine that it's a very simple phrase, ogre. It simply says, be polite or I bite. Oh, I will tell everyone what it says, but I don't know if that means the door or whatever's past the door. He says that right as Desmond is taking out his pry bar to like... No, don't touch the door. (laughs) I want 
Don't touch the door. Oh, fine then. We can try to take uh, it later. That makes sense. I still have my spirit mask on. Do I see any, like, ghost energy on it or anything? There's definitely something emanating from it. Oh, looking, good. Looking closer, you can almost see, upon closer inspection, what could possibly be the outline of a mouth. Oh, good. If you were to it take will off actually your, bite. If you were to take off your mask, though, and look at just the wood, some of the words and some of the ornate inscriptions, if moved and jostled a bit, would also form a mouth, but not in their current formation. I don't know. How do you say, good day, please open for me in ancient whatever the hell you speak? Mr. Door, you're gorgeous. Can you please open <laughs> for us? the door. <laughs> All right. As you say that, over the chunks of wood that you saw that would have formed a mouth, do indeed do so. And it forms a nice, wide, toothy smile. And all of you see this. The wood itself, the carving, shifts. There's no eyes or nose. Just a nice big mouth. And it says, Why, thank you. And who might you be? I'm Kim. Good evening, Kim. Desmond will formally introduce himself as nicely as possible, I guess. It also smiles to you, Desmond. With a little bow and everything. I've not had an audience in quite some time. What brings the three of you down here to me? We're curious explorers looking for interesting and beautiful things such as yourself. The wood creaks and groans and it laughs a bit. <laughs> you flatter me, Kim, from above. I mean, it's so easy. Look at this artwork. Guys, amazing. I am quite... It is rather amazing. Honestly, I would love to take it with me. But quite good. No. Unfortunately, no one has been able to gaze upon me in quite some time. It's been lonely. That's such here. a shame. If we put you in our train, people would see you every day. Train? Would you not have trains here? Train? What Whoa. mean you by train? Vehicle of transportation? A way to get from one place to another? And many would be able to gaze upon my beautiful visit? Oh yeah, as soon as it's up and running. A very childlike smile this time. And more creaks and groans that laughs to itself. <laughs> Well, could one say we've made a friend today? I don't see why not. And how do you suppose you bring me to this train? Gonna be honest, you're kind of big. Well, I am big and beautiful, what can I say? Very. But it will be hard for me and my friends to transport you by ourselves. Honestly, I'm not even sure how we would get you out of here without accidentally damaging you. And that would be terrible, of course. I'm mm. more resilient than I look. Does he have, like, hooks tying him to the, the, the doorframe, or...? He just blends in, looks like he's just part of the doorframe. Are you able to detach yourself from the walls around you? Mm, I've not tried in quite some time, but I might be able to, yes. It would be better if you could, because we don't want anyone damaging your gloriousness. Of course, of course. Give me but a moment. What are you doing down here, by the way? I said, curious explorers. You seek the room beyond? Uh, please? Sure. What's inside there? 
to my knowledge, various treasures and things of that nature, although it has been quite noisy as of recent. And as he mentions this, uh, you can sort of hear another creaking and scurrying. Behind, behind him? Uh, next to you. Through the walls, actually. Quite annoying, if I do say. You haven't let them in? Well, unfortunately, I believe they might have worked their way around me while I was sleeping. Interesting. Do you happen to know what they are? Just, you know, humans like us? I highly doubt it. They seem much smaller, and unfortunately, I am not blessed with the gift of sights. I can only speak and not see. It's quite unfortunate. Hope to God they're not rats. They could be ruining you as we speak. I'm made of much sturdier things than that, Kim. Worry not. They might be rats, though. (laughs) I'll trust you. You become some eyes. Not gonna lie, I was very tempted to insult the door to see what happened. <laughs> no, please don't. <laughs> That's why I'm shutting up because it's very. Interesting. Would you mind opening for us so that we can see what's making all the ruckus? Of sir? course, Kim. Of course. If you could remove this ruckus, I can. Another groaning. Uh, find a way to dislodge myself from this unfavorable position. It will take a moment, though. I'm sure you don't mind being patient. I don't mind. Wonderful. <laughs> As do I. And with that, there's sort of a creaking snap as the door slowly begins to swing on in. And just beyond the way, you see what seems to have been something left behind. You see the rows and rows of broken crates and barrels all stacked uh sort of like it looks very similar to a wine cellar the room spans primarily in a t-shape it goes back maybe 50 100 feet turns left and then turns right you can see that most of these crates and such have been broken but some indeed have been left behind before we go on do you have a name a name one might have forgotten their name one could give me but a moment, I might recall it. I have been down here alone for quite some time, after all. Of course, take your time. Otherwise, you know, we can always think of a new name. It sort of sides that, just sort of thinking to itself, but the room is indeed open to the three of you. As your light washes across this new area, you do see a few shadows skitter to the left and to the right. We shine the lantern after them? You do, and more shadows jump and dance against the walls. Maybe second-guessing yourself. Was that a shadow or did something actually move? You're not entirely sure, as it's silent now. Does this room have any kind of uh, light system, like torches or something? There are sections where torches would have been placed at one point in time, but it's been completely stripped. Damn. I'll quickly look around and see if there's any torches nearby anyway. With all the broken bits and such you could probably get some fire put together an impromptu torch might not last as long as the lanterns you all have but it could function Uh, i don't want to accidentally burn down the place ogre do you sense anything feel what do i see with my special eyes all right can i make him some eyes no (laughs) (laughs) the materials he's made out of are like i mentioned quite exquisite and he's claimed multiple times that he effectively cannot be damaged Upon closer inspection, looking to his front and his back, this door looks like it was basically just crafted. There is no wear and tear on it whatsoever. Also, it would be quite useful if we can 
reproduce the technique that he was made in. Yes. Imagine, imagine him as a train. Yes. <laughs> Undamageable, smart. As you guys are saying this out loud, he's sort of happily humming to himself. So you hear more creaks and groans as he's attempting to dislodge himself from the frame. It's taking a second, though. I mean, I still don't think we can carry him, so that's fine. Unless he can grow legs, which would be cool and freaky all at the same time. Yeah, I'm, I'm just going to, like, take stock of the things that's in the nearby chest. Are all three of us going in and venturing about? No. Yes, Grr. but I, I want to focus... Stick together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I want to focus on where the sounds are potentially coming from. As we move on in, uh, I'm going to have you all roll individually your study or survey. Just do just risky standard. This is more of a, uh, what, what is it called? A fortune roll? Just effectively see how well you do. <laughs> okay. I would like to take the devil's bargain. I haven't failed a single roll yet today. You're this doing really good. Well, once the fighting actually starts. So, Kim. What's the bargain? Come on. Come on, God. You said you're looking for what's creating the sound? Yeah. All right. I will expedite that process and have whatever's making the sound find you as well. Works for me. All righty. I needed that three, dice. <laughs> a three and a six. Yeah. Good. Go with that. All right, we get a six, a six, and a four. Fantastic. Oh, so no, Ogre gets a splinter. <laughs> oh, no. Desmond and Kim, you're going to find your quarry quickly. Ogre will take you an extra second. Uh, what, what are you looking for in particular, Ogre? Just kind of looking about, or...? Same thing I've been looking for, either like possibly more ammo for that gun or ghost trade stuff that I can use. There are, as I mentioned, many broken barrels, things of that nature, crates. Whoever moved through here did so quickly. You're not sure if it was the servants that once resided here or if this place was ransacked at some point. There wasn't really much respect and they very much left in a hurry. Fortunately for you all, that means they left some things behind. Desmond, as you're looking about, uh, we'll start with you. Once again, we find various books on some histories and such. Some are just stories uh, ranging anywhere from boringly historic to funly perverted to uh, interesting, but very poorly written horror. They were definitely trying a, a little too on the nose with some things. Uh, the, the reading level also wasn't... Uh, quite there. Maybe it's like a, a young adult's first horror novel. Cute, if anything. What the hell is in Goosebumps? <laughs> <laughs> Basically. <laughs> even, if it's, uh, even if it's a kid's, no one likes talking dummies. They're still creepy. Uh, something else you find next to that, though, definitely catches your eye. You find a gauntlet that is made of beaks from a bird and adorned in black feathers. Upon closer inspection, it seems that each beak is carved with some sort of arcane symbol on it. Upon closer inspection, Desmond, you know this thing is worth some money. It's either worth money to just general collectors or someone in particular. It definitely holds some power specifically, but you're not entirely sure what it does. It would take some some testing, uh, but just, you know, Desmond, when you see money, this is money. Is it a pair of gloves or a glove? It is a single gauntlet. It is made of very high-quality leather, the the beaks Which? are basically on each knuckle, and the whole thing is just like covered in black feathers that like arc backwards up your arm. Left or right? Right. Damn. Are you left-handed? <laughs> More so that he's currently hiding his uh, left hand. Oh, gotcha. 
Uh, but yes, you do indeed find that. Ogre, I'd say upon looking about a bit, it takes you an extra second. Uh, but you see that, well, inquiring minds would have discovered this probably quicker than most. It looks as if there are various parts you can definitely 100% use Ogre, but unfortunately, whatever jerks moved through here didn't see it as useful, and they bumped it left, they bumped it right. There's some shit just laying on the floor that you know is useful. So these doofuses kind of ruined that for us. It'll take you a second to kind of collect everything and organize it. You can actually see one of the crates where everything would have fit into, like, nice in order, and they just knock that shit in the ground. The crate's kind of cracked, but, you know, you can put everything back together. Uh, and then, Kim, you're looking for what's making that scratching sound. Yeah. As we're looking about, uh, as we're down here now, I'm sending one more tick to our attention. Moving your lantern to the left and to the right, both Desmond and Ogre are behind you, and you're, you're checking carefully now. You know if you move too quickly, it will indeed just be a trick of the light, just shadows playing games with you. But you move slowly. You're not really sure what to look for, but against one of the back walls, composed of stone and mud and such, you see something wriggle? And then you see another something actually shoot across the floor. It just it runs a little too fat to be a rat. And it has no tail. Oh, good. It it shoots across all the same. In fact, it is much larger than a rat. You guys have seen some pretty beefy rats in your time. These are almost almost cat sized, like a small cat, not a kitten. Why? But still cat sized all the same. Whatever this thing that was wriggling into the wall, Kim, is approximately the same size and left behind a pretty sizable hole that it's trying to fill in. You then turn to the right to kind of follow the thing that scurried across the way, and you can see something else that's in the process of scurrying. It's doing so backwards, though, like it was watching you. And it looks like a really goofy-looking mole. And it pauses as it looks at you. And then it just, this long hooked claws just buries itself in mud and sunks back into the wall. Before I can throw a dagger at it. Do you want to throw a dagger at it? Yes. Go for it. Your dagger hurls through the air and sticks this thing in the forehead as, unfortunately, kind of exposed it. It's fault. It buries about half of itself before your dagger just lodges itself between its eyes. The creature shudders, dies, and hangs limply from the wall. You hear some more chittering and scratching at the walls and the wood around you. Like a lot or a little? It grows and then completely just ceases. I would like to uh, get a closer look at this creature and retrieve my dagger. As you pull the dagger out, this brackish liquid begins to seep out from the wound. And looking down at it, it very much looks like a mole, which I don't know if Kim's really seen one, probably in textbooks and such, but they aren't too common in, in Dusk Bowl. We're more of a rat folk here. Is it... Because of the living circumstances, or are these things like, quote unquote, extinct? Not necessarily extinct, but we all know that any creature that was left out in the Deathlands effectively has mutated and transformed into something horrible. Horrible and hungry. This is definitely one of them. They seem to thrive um, out here, actually. All right, I'm okay. going to keep my daggers at the ready. <laughs> you, can, you can tell by the size, about 80% of its body is still on the wall, but it, it's, just, it's just hanging. And the it dug really fast, right? Oh, yeah, it was it was trying to. It, it, it almost hit and you just kind of and like basically just its snoot is hanging out and you can see a whole bunch of like gnarled teeth. It's bladed fingers. Are these blades like super dangerous? I mean, they're meant for digging, so they're not horribly sharp. They've been, you know, ground down over time, but they, they are definitely sharp. They can dig through a wall this quick. They can dig through your stomach. 
So All right. Good. <laughs> I mean, normal rats can do that as well. Yeah. Just pump that bad boy up a couple sizes. <laughs> exactly. Why? I will say found the source. <laughs> Never actually seen a mole before. Be on the lookout. Desmond screams and runs away. Desmond, come back now. <laughs> he has a massive mole phobia. No. <laughs> mole phobia. <laughs> mole phobia. No. <laughs> that would be ridiculous. I guess we should check if there's more holes where they can come from. Looking closer at the walls, you can see various locations where they might have recently dug. But they're doing a pretty good job at keeping them plugged up and keeping it quiet and silent. You guys can see that there's a few on the floor. There's a few on the ceiling. They probably burrow through here semi-frequently. A lot of the, the wood that was left behind looks like it's actually scratched by their claws. Maybe they were looking for something in here, checking for food. Uh, you're not entirely sure. As you begin to look around a little bit more, Kim, you turn fully, as I mentioned, this room is T-shaped, to the left, and you see what seems to be a painting up against the back wall, and it's <gasps> draped with a large towel. Painting of you. I will approach, yank the towel off. <laughs> uh, as you're doing that, Desmond and Ogre, what are y'all doing? Uh, I'm throwing a piece of the meat we found in a corner to see if they att it attracts the moles. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm looking for moles now. Looking for more and more moles, trying to attract them with meat. You I just want to know if they eat meat. Probably. And if so, I suggest we move out quickly. Ah, uh, yes, that is that is a good point. Um, I will also not throw the towel on the ground. Okay, so you just kind of pull off the side? Yeah. All right, lo and behold, Kim, this is indeed a painting of you. What? I was just joking. It's seen better days, though. How did this get out here? You guys hear me screech, by the way. <laughs> No, shut up. I like to throw something across the room at you. Oh, sorry. Upon closer inspection, unfortunately, it looks like someone used this painting as a throwaway because there's a hole right to the no. side of you. No. And it's caked in dirt. Uh, the rest of the painting looks mostly fine. I'm still taking it. Okay. Well, I'm going to try and manhandle it. How um, big is it? <laughs> you said it was big, right? It's approximately, I'll say, uh, I'll say about two and a half feet tall and about four feet wide. Um, that's not bad. I will manhandle it out of here. I mean, does it have a frame or is it just a painting? It has a frame. But for the frame, it's kind of eh. You can so, take it out of the frame then and just take the painting. Slide oh, that's true. Yeah, I'll do that. Just right. take the canvas. That's like, what, five pounds? Uh, you're noticing, Kim, though, that it's, it's, it's on there. In the frame? Both. The frame is on the wall. It's not wanting to come off. Hey, Jasmine, can I borrow your crowbar? Uh, it's currently holding the door locked upstairs. Oh. As she shouts out and you say that, you uh, um, see some of the ground begin to kind of like burrow up. Desmond looks about. Me? Mm -hmm, where, where the meat was. Oh, nice. A snoot pops out, looks at the meat. It just like skewers it and staring at you just kind of like grabs onto it and shoves itself back into the wall really quick. Ah, I hate it here. What do you mean you came from here? I mean, ah, yes, just like home. Um, I will take a dagger and try to wrench it off the wall. Go ahead and roll me for that. Should just be standard risky. Alrighty, we'll say the complication is it's going to take longer than you think. That's fine. If you want to get it quickly, it'll make some sound. Your choice. I will be quiet. Alright, you'll be quiet so that it'll take an extra second. As you begin to sort of wrench it off... You begin to hear more scurrying and scratching against the walls. 
And then you hear a little more, and it's getting louder for you, Kim. And you're kind of able to pop off one of the corners and kind of start popping off one of the other ones. Uh, Whoever did this didn't do a very good job. They wanted it to be here, but maybe they, they didn't know how permanent this might be. And you're being real careful. You don't want to damage any more than it already is. These stupid moles have already gotten it dirty. You see one of their heads kind of pop out of the, the hole, and it looks at you and just kind of makes this, like, <laughs> noise. The knife I'm using to pull the frame, would, would, it, would it slide out real easy? Or do I have it jammed in there real good trying to wrench, it, wrench the, the frame off? It would definitely be jammed in there pretty well trying to get the frame off. Would your lantern be on the floor, or are you, like, one-handing this? My lantern's probably on the floor if I'm trying to do this quietly and carefully. That makes sense. Um, can I swat at the uh, the mole? I will swat at it. This is my painting. You may swat. Are you sure you want to do that? Uh, no, <laughs> I'm doing it anyway. <laughs> Roll to swat. Bite your hand off. Uh, what would that be? Sway? Can I do sway? What? No. <laughs> I'm doing it to shoot. <laughs> Try to sway the mole. Right. L- listen, sir. You're gonna have to piss off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking this with me. Damn it! Are you right? How much you're gonna bet their whole nest is behind this painting? Are you like karate chopping it? <laughs> um. She spoke y- the eyes. Yes. If I can, I will attempt to karate chop it. I know right. they're fast. As you do so, it is going to kind of like dodge off the side, quick as a whip. One of its claws just 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 jumps out at you, and he gets a nice cut across your hand. But you're able to kind of on the backswing, like whomp it across the face, and it screams angrily and shoots back into the hole. I'll go ahead and take a level one harm. Uh, do I still have dazed? You do, yes. Is this hole in the painting or beside the painting? The hole is directly through the painting. It's about six inches from your body, so they didn't hit you, fortunately. And yeah, you're back. I was hoping for it to be like a picture of Kim, and then the hole was right on her face, and the mole sticking out. I was oh. gonna go for that, but if, no. If 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 I know it's me, then it has to be. It has to have my face intact. Yeah, I, I, I thought it'd be funny if it was like a mole's a mole's face, but you can't you can't recognize yourself from your curves. What? <laughs> That's not mm. how bodies work. <laughs> Unless you're uh, very narcissistic. <laughs> <laughs> and I haven't decided if I have if I gave her a tattoo or not yet, so that won't work either. Ogre, while we're messing with moles, what are you doing? Still looking for stuff? Probably. I'm just trying to find what I came for and leave. Go ahead and roll me another 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 quick search because we know we know there's some shit about. Oh, Excellent. Nice. Wow. One and done, baby. I'll take it. Looking about, you're actually going to find a little extra something. So two holes, Mr. Ogre. You find a second box that actually had more, basically the completion to the rest of these parts. They're not put together, which is most likely why whoever ran through here didn't think they were worth anything, but you're smarter than that, you know. There's something else next to them as well. It is seemingly a glass vial, but it's very dark, so it's hard to really tell uh, what's in them. You can kind of shake it around a bit. I don't even know if you would know what these are, but there's, uh, I want to say, maybe ten or so? Semi-circular. They look wood, almost, but like a kind of like a soft wood. And they're kind of shell-shaped. And they're real tiny in, in this glass vial. There's m- maybe ten total in there. If it was with this stuff, it must be valuable. I mean, I will take it. I can figure out what everything else is later. Shell-shaped, huh? Yeah. and they, are, they we, look... are we talking like our laser rifle-shaped? No, like a seashell. Okay. Like, like a clam. Oh, gotcha. 
uh, like an oval clam, but they're small and they look like they're made of they're like wood. They're very wood like. A bunch. Those of are in glass vials. Yeah. While mm. Ogre is looting some more boxes, Kim is trying to wrench off this painting. Desmond, what are you doing? Uh, I'm going to use as much of the food I found to like distract them, and then quickly and quietly get as much of the valuable stuff that I can find out of the door to safety, basically. Uh, you begin moving about as you guys spread your meats, and the creatures respond in kind. They say, "Oh, this food! Oh, this food here! Wonderful! Absolutely fantastic!" And just like little whack-a-moles, they pop out and they grab some meat and they shoot back in. They pop out and grab some meat, shoot back in. And Kim, you're definitely having a time getting this off, but it's it's not too bad. As you keep picking at this, though, you you can hear some more wriggling about. You almost got it off, like you're 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 on the fourth one. But as you hear this. You hear like a metal scraping behind you sound? Or maybe it's not behind you, maybe it's like right under you? And as you look down, you can see one of these little moles is like trying to take away your lantern, like get rid of it. But it's not looking at it, it's like looking away. And it's trying to like push it and knock it over. I'm gonna snatch it, the lantern. Roll me to do that, another Sandra Risky. I'm loving these partial successes. Indeed. So as you... It is hard to get an actual success in this game. It's also boring to get an actual success. <laughs> yeah. As it pushes and keeps pushing, you go to snatch down at it and it kind of hisses at you and it goes to like slash at you, but you move your hand away fast enough and another one pops up. That one begins to hiss. They're not really they're not really looking at it, but like they're clearly bothered by this. Looking around, you can see that some have been kind of poking out, but they're not really a huge fan of the lantern. So they're trying to remove it. And one has kind of popped out of the wall to the side of you, Kim, and it's hissing as if they're like, hey, be scared of me. Ooh, I'm spooky. And it's trying real hard. It's like, like there's like spittle coming up, but like, I mean, cats can be kind of scary. It's about the no, they can be pretty scary. It's about the size of a cat, but like it's trying maybe a little too hard to to freak you out. <laughs> Ooh, be scared of me, girl! And now there's more. Once again, attempting to take your lantern from you. Whisper, yell! Can I get some help over here? Kind of busy. Ogre. Ah, what? Hello. You like meat, right? I, I mean, depends. If I can't find anything worthwhile then i guess i can help kim definitely in general desmond you're you're helping ogre pick up the the stuff he knows he needs yeah. and like reorganize it and they're, they're like i said there's a lot they knock it all over the place but like it's it's definitely good stuff to take i'm basically just putting it outside of the door currently so it's not yeah. too far about i think i'm going to take some daggers out and start stabbing kim semi-surrounded by moles <laughs> <laughs> you'll be fine right I'll right be fine <laughs> They're not necessarily outright attacking you. Uh, and because you are somewhat injured and surrounded, they'll be limited effect and risky. Can I stab a close one and toss it a far one? Yeah, definitely. I mean, you can also kick it into each other. Ooh. <gasps> That's a good idea. Yeah, they are small enough that you don't have to just target one. Kick all of them. S stab, toss, and kick? I mean, <laughs> roll it up, we'll see what happens. Uh, I think like, I feel like I want another dice for this. You like fall over and get eaten alive. <laughs> I can give you a free assist, technically. A free assist, even though you're way over there. I mean, from a distance, I can. I don't know, just do something. I guess you can maybe throw some. You. you can throw some more meat and distract him. <laughs> yeah, sure. Oh yeah, why not? Just keep throwing more meat. Yeah, I'll, I'll use one of my assists to help you by throwing some meat away. Seeing as it is a limited effect, you didn't need it. Do you want to push to make it more effective? L limited means oh, you're only going to touch so many. Ugh, yeah, push. I'm trying not to push, you bastard. You don't have to. I'm pushing. I mean, we're probably leaving soon. You can take some stress. 
with enough effort, you stop prying this painting off the wall, and you're able to take out a couple. You, you kick one, it bounces off the wall, you stab one, they're slashing at your ankles now that you see, you know, you're, you're getting aggressive. Uh, one of the ones kind of like melts out the wall and grabs the meat and kind of just goes to piss off in some random direction, and then one that gets angry, and they start kind of fighting against each other trying to grab this meat. So two are distracted, you kick one, stab one, maybe you punch one, I don't know. And <laughs> for true. now, they're either dazed or no longer interested, but the scratching gets louder as some of them kind of burrow away. Under from where you're standing, Ogre, while you're trying to kind of, you know, work and grab what you can grab, the ground under you seemingly shifts just for a yeah. moment, and you, you yeah. grow, we you grow about stay here. half an inch taller. And then Desmond, as you're walking, one of the... Punch the you punch the floor. <laughs> the floor punches back. Uh, the no. floor is, is weirdly loose where you punched, actually, and actually sinks in a bit. Uh, Desmond, for you as well, as you're kind of walking around and turning your way back to the front door, your foot doesn't completely sink in the floor, but it's it's a little perilous, not quicksand, but it feels almost like you're walking on a sponge. And the door cries out and says, are we just about done here? I'm going to quickly wrench the painting off, regardless of sound now. We should probably leave. Especially after I ask if the door is up. <laughs> I'm assuming I heard the ground rumble in a very unusual way, right? Indeed, yes. Yes, I'm going to wrench the door off quick. All right. <laughs> the door, the painting. I'll give a loud sigh and help you. <laughs> I'm not leaving without the painting! I know, that's why I'm helping you. <laughs> this was the only painting, right? Uh, this is the only one that you can see of value, yeah. Okay. <laughs> There's a space for another one, but it looks like it was taken. Uh, that should also be risky, li risky limited. Uh, Desmond, if you wish to, I'm not sure how you want to help. You want to increase her effect, or if you just want to like chain it, up to you. I mean, that's up to her, right? I'll increase the. Yeah. Excellent. I'll ask you, Kim. What more do you want? I have a question for you in return, DM. I might just have an answer. <laughs> Is there a nest behind this painting? Yes. I uh, wish to use my critical success to yank the painting off and quickly backs up out of range of anything that might burst out at us. Sounds like a plan to me. You're able to do just that, and you can see that you've pissed off quite a few. They were hiding behind your bosom all this time, and <laughs> they liked it. They liked it. It was, it was nice they and safe. It, no. So that's why they were bulging out. Yeah, I had, I had a feeling. I had a feeling. 3D painting. <laughs> this is a good time for a crit success. If any. They do look angry, though. You took their home and you've exposed them to light, and there's approximately a two by four section of the wall, uh, various holes and such, and they're angry. They're hissing, they're squealing, and your light reveals all of them. They get incredibly angry at that, and you see them all burrow in various directions, and the ground around you begins to shift ever more and more. Uh, you said you're rolling up the painting? I'm taking it with the frame and running. There's okay. no time to take it out of the frame now. Right. Who's taking your lantern? Uh, I oh, mean, yeah. the frame, the painting isn't heavy, right? It's not heavy, but it's... No, I'm taking your lantern. Oh, you I will? Helped, okay. I, I'm next to you because I helped you with the painting anyway, so... Yeah. Okay. Because I was just thinking the painting isn't that large. I can probably just shove it under a uh, armpit and grab the lantern, but that'll work better. You hear a bunch of screaming and anger across the room, Ogre. What do you do? Do I see them getting ready to leave? Because if so, I'm just going to leave. Um, I'm going to say, time to go! <laughs> okay, then I'm leaving. I'm just going to go up the stairs. Alright, as you'll say that and begin uh, moving upwards towards the stairs, uh, the door says, oh, it's getting mighty loud in there. You might want to hurry up. And as it says that, you 
take a nice nimble step, Ogre, to go up the stairs and past oh, the no. door. You can oh, hear it no. dislodging itself, and suddenly, moles begin to just burst from the holes everywhere. You oh, need no. incurred their wrath, and they just start pouring out like a stopper undone. I just wanted my painting! Uh, Ogre, you're mostly safe on, on your side. Like I said, the ground's a little perilous here. But for the two of you, it's not necessarily a sea of moles, but it's kind of like a writhing carpet with a few safe spots. I hate um, it here. Just run. <laughs> just run. Just okay, run. We're running. We're just running. <laughs> just gonna run across? Just run. <laughs> trying to be quiet while running, but... Is the door you know, free at this point? You can only be so quiet. Uh, the door is in the process of freeing itself. It's just about free. Can we or help the door get side. free? Uh, if you want to help the door, Ogre, you're more than welcome to. And then Kim and Desmond, you guys need to cross the room, so however you want to do that. Are the moles also in the room on the other side of the door? Uh, on the other side of the door, there's like, there's a few, there's like one or two. Uh, you see one kind of like plop, 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 roll down the stairs, maybe it fell off in the wrong spot. And it kind of it hisses at nothing at the top of the stairs and then Aww. like looks back to you guys. So cute, if it wasn't so terrifying. Uh, do remember I locked the door, so make sure you open it before you go up the stairs. Oh, did you lock lock it? Yeah, there should be just a mechanism there, so you mm. can just, like, touch okay, it well, and should open again. It's a button, basically, yeah. Okay. I want to <laughs> try and uh, help the door free itself. All right, how are you doing this, Ogre? How is it trying to free itself? So upon closer inspection, the the door, <laughs> I guess if it had eyes, uh, it would just be, like, meditating right now, just like, just like, um, just focusing, and it's trying to just alleviate itself from the shackles that are this door frame. And you can tell, looking around, there's, like, the wood's, like, splitting, but it's old wood compared to his new, beautifully shiny wood. So he's essentially just focusing and just severing this attunement to the doorframe, basically. Taking his time. He's, he's, uh, he's almost done. Can I try to, like, attune to it and help it speed up? Yeah, go for it. Risky standard. Attune What's the, the devil's bargain? <laughs> I love the way you say that. So do I. This one throws a lantern at Ogre. <laughs> While you're helping Dorchan, currently the moles are primarily focused on Kim and Desmond. Do you have a uh, a lantern, Ogre? Yes. We'll throw this at you. I'll let you choose. Either while you put your lantern down or however you put it, the moles are going to go for your lantern or the moles are going to go for you. Your choice. They can go for the lantern. That's they fine. Go. All right. They're going to go for the lantern. Theoretically, so, as long as we have one, it's risky fine. Standard. Risky standard. Uh, soon we won't have any, actually. Why, are you getting rid of your lantern? Well, I know that the rats or the moles don't like fire, and the lantern is full of oil. Is the lantern traditional? I would assume so. Yeah, I mean, it's Leviathan oil, but... It is oil. It burns, yes, baby. We don't, we don't have any of those fancy ghost lanterns, certainly. Focusing on this door, Mr. Ogre, at first he's like, whoa, whoa, why the rush? And you're essentially just attuning to help him, like, prime himself free? Yeah, I'm just, right. uh, I'm just trying to help. You know? Do you do you put down the lantern? I mean, I'll put it down like next to me. Okay, you do, and almost instantly you hear just like scream, and they just body the lantern and just like start rolling. No. They just knock it over. They just knock it over. My lantern. And and like one like basically just body flops onto it and just snuffs up the fire. You can hear scream because it probably burned itself, but the uh, the room grows significantly darker. The only light is now coming from Desmond. Focusing on the store ogre, you're able to like kind of pop it off, and you can hear him like yawn and stretch. Like, oh, that feels so. Very wonderful. Thanks for being patient, but you might want to run now. How heavy is the door? Can we even take the door with us? It is a very solidly... Does the door have legs? Uh, unfortunately, no. 
it's a solidly heavy wooden door. It is. It's not hollow. <laughs> Uh, so it's got some weight to it, Ogre. You can carry it, and the steps aren't horribly perilous, but you can you can march your way on up there. If, if the first thing you do is go up there, I won't even have you roll. I'll just have you go on up. If you delay and try to help your friends, I'll probably have you roll something. They'll be fine together, right? I need to take the door and run. Well, first, as you're thinking that, Desmond and Cam, how are we crossing this <laughs> carpet of mole? Um, Kim, do you prefer moles or fire? Uh... Fire, but, but please, please don't destroy the lantern. I'm just gonna kick and stab and punch and kick some more. <laughs> Fine, just I'll like try not to destroy the lantern. I'll just like, I instead just like throw the oil from the lantern over the entire floor and try to catch it on fire somehow. You're trying to keep the lantern functioning, though. Yeah, because apparently okay. Kim wants it functional. Okay, uh, if you're gonna, uh, hey, go hey, we're dead if it goes completely black in here. So, I mean, you can try to pick up the other lantern that's on the floor, and I can light that one. That's up to you. I will say, if you're trying to keep it functioning, that there'll definitely be a tinker or a roll similar to that. Oh, boy. Oh, good. Tinker. To keep keep it up and running. If only your tinkerer was down there. If only. I mean, technically I am. I'm just at the door for now. How how about instead I destroy this one and pick up the other one? That'll work. I mean, all right. Assuming... uh, Wait, are we even being pitch black for however long it takes us to pick up the other one? If it explodes... No, because the fire is lit. We have, the, we'll, we'll see. This room will be uh, very well lit. All right. Before Make- she finishes a sentence, I throw the lantern on the floor. <laughs> like, in front of the door. I mean, we'll have to jump over it. That's fine. I, I am reckless, but I don't want to be in pitch black. <laughs> I'm not that dumb. All right. As Desmond yet. is preparing to throw not this yet. lantern... Cam, are you just running, or what, what are you doing? Are you, you going to help him with the other lantern as you see him getting ready to throw it? Yeah, I'll reach for the other lantern. Okay. Uh, both of you roll your perspective stat and such, whatever you want to roll, Desmond. Uh, I'll say for the two of you, since you're not like surrounded by the moles just yet, it'll just be risky standard. Uh, if you're going for something physical, Kim, yours will be limited, uh, limited risky. I'm Would. going to make it a finesse because it's a throwing action. That makes sense to me. I'm, I'm not going to push myself. What's the devil's bargain? What's the <laughs> devil's bargain, you say? Hmm. <laughs> and I can also go for great effect by putting myself in a desperate position. Uh, you can push it up by one, yes. Actively making the field worse for me by setting on a fire for great effect. Damn! I set you myself cheating? on fire and oh I die. Oh my god, you're dead. He's dead. Are you kidding? We'll never see him again. I'm putting him in the bottle. Wait, I'm too far away to put him in the bottle. I still have my special armor, it's fine. Oh, this is the first time we've actually uh, failed with five dice? Holy shit, okay. Oh, damn. Where's the chance of that, actually? incredibly well, low let's see god you guys haven't rolled a failure in so long hey it doesn't matter i get one more prowl xp now <laughs> you say as you're so like can... melting into the pile of uh moles no, no um... i mean i still have my special armor i can just like yes my suit is actually non-flammable haha <laughs> fuck you <laughs> i mean honestly that sounds like desmond having a non-flammable suit yeah. it does yes it does did you did you grab special armor to protect yourself? Because your other one protects allies, right? It's true. I can only use it on my allies, I believe. Oh. So, but I guess it depends on what's gonna happen anyway, so I okay. accidentally hit Kim. <laughs> oh no. So you're not going to hit Kim, but this is definitely going to go to shit very quickly. You're going to throw the lantern. It is still rather dark in here. And as you give it a nice huck, kind of like overhand throw it either a mole or something hanging from the ceiling who knows but it gets in the way and it explodes and shatters 
well before we intended it to. Leaking oil and fire everywhere. That's still going to happen. Shit's going to be on fire, but shit's going to be on fire in a less controlled way, which makes things a little worse for Kim trying to grab the other one. If you still wish to go for this, of course, Kim. We need light. I'm going to go for it. I will say when this explodes, Desmond, because you put yourself in a desperate position, some of the glass is going to shatter back towards your direction. You're going to be further surrounded by these moles as it didn't land on them. It's more so burning all the shelves and such, but the fire is slowly eking down and will eventually piss them off. They're just really angry now. They want you gone. They want the fire gone. They're clearly hungry. You've been feeding them and they'd like some more. Moles begin to jump up onto you. Glass shatters back and kind of peppers the side of your face. And you'll take a level three harm as all this goes. Remember, you can always resist okay. these. <laughs> I'll try to resist this. All right, that's a physical resist. That'll just be prowess. All right, so that's only three stress and knock it down to a level two harm. So you're still roguishly handsome. Eyes undamaged. Everything else undamaged. But shit's on fire. Peppered by glass, you got rodents nipping at your wonderful suit, but you're kind of able to kick them off, but they are very much focused on you, seeing you, Desmond, as the big, nasty threat that they want gone. Uh, Kim, this might actually be an opening for you, as the fire hasn't spread across the carpet just yet, but they are kind of writhing on this pile that you 100% know is the lantern. There's like three of them just like flumped up on top of it. Hmm. What's the devil's bargain? Did I was having so much fun with this, I want to play too. I don't think you said. I thought it. <laughs> <laughs> well, re-say it then. Sure. I will let you choose, Kim, as you're going for this lantern. Either the boys are going to bite you or they're going to attempt to take their painting back. Not the they painting. Can, they can bite me. All right. I they accept. can bite you. <laughs> um, what do you mean? I'm risky limited. I'll raise it to standard. Excellent. Success. No consequences whatsoever. They they die for you. They die for the painting, Kim. And seeing this like conglomerate of mole they're just gyrating on this thing. They don't really know what they're doing as the fire erupts. They scream, freak out for just a moment. And you use this second opportunity, Kim, to dive in while holding your painting. Moles dive in and dip into the left. Like a little, little wave of moles goes flying and you dip past them and you snatch up. It's obviously not currently lit. It can still be lit. All the oil hasn't poured out or anything. There's a decent amount left. You're able to snap it up and they snap back at you, but you whip back fast enough that they're unable to sink their teeth into you. Uh, Desmond is behind you, kind of like swiping the glass off of his face and recovering from this like explosion that happened way too close to his head. But you two are seemingly free to run. My beautiful face. Desmond, get a move on. I run through the fire. Uh, Ogre, after you see all the, the explosion, Kim go for the light. And you're kind of heaving this door up the stairs. Uh, do you react in any way, or are you just kind of like, all right, everybody, let's go? They'll be fine. I'm going to take the door and run. All right, take the door and run. <laughs> That's a nice sentence, by the way. <laughs> I'm going to take the door and run. All right, as we're, <laughs> as we're taking the door and run. So this makes the most sense to me. You guys are obviously being heavily followed. Are we doing anything to disincent uh, disincentivize? No, how do you say that word? Disincentivize? Disincentivize? Yes. Disincentivize sounds close, yes. Disincentivize. Whatever the word is, English is currently failing me. Are we doing anything to convince the moles to not follow, or are we just running? Uh, I throw the last bit of meat behind me, and okay. hope it helps. Uh, this very much sounds like a lead action that is led by Ogre as he's leading our Congo line. Which stat would you like to go with, Mr. Mr. Mans? 
guess would be finesse. Just running without dropping any of my shit. Finesse is fine. And then I'll have Ogre lead it. Him and Desmond just follow up with the same role. Finesse. What's the devil's bug? Quick enough to Considering you guys are rolling... I just push myself. Considering you guys are rolling, like, what? Ten dice? I, th- I think you're fine. <laughs> I mean, I, sure. I want stress, because I'm going to have to de-stress or I'm just going to get more. Oh, yeah, sure. Go uh, for I'm it. I'm going to push anyways. Was this risky standard? Risky standard, yeah. You're far enough. The moles are distracted. The fire is distracting them. It might have exploded, but you guys put yourself in a good position. Cool. All right. I kind of wanted one more stress. What have you needed to fail? Come on. <laughs> As you're moving up the stairs, Kim and Desmond, you guys leap over the moles. They're on fire. They're screaming. They're attempting to chase you, but to no avail. And as you guys are going up and up and up and up. We haven't even finished exploring this building yet, have we? This no, is we'll like, have to come back if we want to. This is like 90% of it, honestly. You, you, guys, have walked through it? It. you guys have walked through almost, almost every meaningful room. And this is clearly yeah. all, all the good shit was down here. So Yeah, we can all always right. send the uh, Deathland scavengers back. Tell them what we found. And, uh, you know, there's a shitload of moles there. Bring uh, back up. It's free food. And also maybe something survived. Oh, yes, free food. That's a good idea. A lot of mole steak. Hmm. Indeed. They are pretty meaty. Upon moving upward, Ogre, you're carrying a door. You grabbed a lot of things. <laughs> Something is going to drop from your pocket. Go ahead and just roll me. So this will be a fortune roll. Just roll me your finesse. Just flat finesse. Don't add anything. Uh, if you fully succeed with a six, then you'll drop nothing. On a, I'll say on a four, you'll drop some of the parts. I was going to say on, on no. lower, you'll drop the seeds. It's not a lot of the parts. It's just a few of them. And they're not. I can remake it, maybe. Yeah, they're not super important. If Kim or Desmond wish to pick them up as you guys are going up, they're more than welcome to do so. Other than that, it's not the end of the world. Uh, but we indeed move upward as you hear something drop from Ogre's pockets as you guys are banging up the door and banging up and banging up this 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 way. And the door's just like, oh, this is quite interesting. Uh, the moles are like shooting out of the walls, but they're completely blinded. So like they're like bouncing off the door. They're bouncing off your guys' bodies. Uh, they're not really like cutting into you as they probably aren't expecting you to even be there. So you're kind of getting slapped with these big, hairy moles uh, hitting the top of the door. Ogre, you're able to slap the switch and the door kind of like pauses for a second and you get the oh, shit, come on, open. And then it, it slides open the rest of the way and you guys are free to run back into the servants quarters. The door has to stay open. I'll see if I can grab some of those parts. All right. What would you like to roll for that? Nice. I'm grabbing. Uh, I will say the only actual problem here is going to be damage. So it's fine. Apparently, I managed to pick them all up. Apparently. Before they even hit the floor, you pick oh. them up. <laughs> Grab them out of the air. They, uh, the, I guess they glint, what, in the light of the fire far away, and I uh, just automatically reach out. Indeed. And you your, s- your kleptomaniac sends a stingle. <laughs> it's like falling out of my pocket. It doesn't even make it all the way out. You just push it back in. <laughs> Ogre doesn't even notice. Yeah. Yes, let's do that. I like that. All right. All right. Perfect. Nothing is dropped. You guys are able to move. Nothing slows your stride, except for maybe internally, just the, the knowledge being slapped by big hairy boys. That's not great, but they're all now literally behind us. There are a few scampering about the floor, kind of looking about upwards, but they haven't really focused on you guys just yet. We're back in, we're back in the sleeping quarters. And you can hear them kind of bumbling behind you guys, attempting to climb the stairs. I mean, I we probably need to keep going. Keep running. <laughs> all right, you're I able to... Let it shut. You slam the door shut and you hear a couple of them slam to the other side. And then after a pause, you guys begin to kind of move out. You can hear them burrowing about attempting to go around the door. Can uh, I uh, throw can more I... out of the door to make sure and then lock, uh, yeah, lock the door back up with the chains? 
Can I kill a mole on the way out just to bring back and see if it might be worth um, selling? Mole meat? Yeah. I mean, we've never actually seen Nasty. one before, right? So are they sellable in Duskfall? You already in... killed one before everything went to shit, so you probably could have just grabbed him. Your critical effect could be that. That not only do you grab it with utmost haste, because that would have been the six, you're also able she, to either... She grabs a rat by the tail in her mouth. Oh, no. Gross. But yes, you're very much able to nab one of those bad boys on the way out. We'll say that's your critical effect. All right. And your group bursts out, door in hand, painting in hand, rats in hand. Just, I don't know why I keep calling them rats. They're moles, but all the same. Y'all come out with some really interesting looking loot. (laughs) (laughs) And turning about, as you mentioned, Desmond, you're able to relock place up because y'all didn't break the chains. You just pop the lock. Away we go. All right, we haven't been here for too long, so we're just heading back home. Yeah, as I'm still yeah. getting gloss out of my face. Once we're out and there's no more moles, we should try to be quiet with our new door friend. Yes. I'm going to go ahead and ask you, Mr. Ogre. You guys are able to re-enter Duskwall proper. You can see that the uh, individual that was essentially opening up that section of the gate for you all was just sort of waiting and biding his time, doing not particularly anything useful. He sees you all come back, wielding a door, a dead rodent, and other things. And you all get a very, huh, kind of look. <laughs> I, uh, smile and wink as we walk by. That, <laughs> that tells him all he needs to know. <laughs> nice. As you all move on back, uh, are we meeting with Richter before we head back to our base? Yeah. I mean, we're just giving him the rundown of what happened then. He you know. can look at our door friend. Do you want to see something else? There might be more down there. A bunch of moles that you can eat. I don't know. Excellent. And uh, Ogre, walking through the streets of a dust bowl, what are you doing with the door? How are you holding it? Wait, how close is like this exit we, out into the Lost District to our base? Because I was just going to take the door uh, back we, to our base. We can anyway. take the uh, the underground roads anyway. So if you look yeah. at the dust, if you look at the dust bowl map, the Lost Districts. Well, there's no bridge really, but we'll ignore that. Um, we'll, we'll say that there's a way that they, they got you across wow. the water. So there's, there's also a small boat you would have had to take. So you go from the Lost Districts, small boat, across the way, to Brightstone, through Brightstone to the docks. So about That's halfway. Quite a ways. Up, literally almost as far as you could possibly be from the Lost District, yeah. I feel like I'd probably use the towel to cover the door, just in case anyone's a little too interested. Yeah, we Fair can enough. make it, like, cover it up and make it look like a big painting or something that we're transporting. Sure, it's humming to itself as you guys are bringing oh, your gosh. your loot back, and it's it's kind of just it's just kind of talking to itself. Mister Door, uh, can I please ask you to maybe stop humming for a little bit? We're trying to uh, be secretive right now. No one's going to appreciate you as much as we will. I promise. <laughs> Why would I need to be quiet? Just in case someone wants to steal you away. Yeah. Oh, that sounds Actually, horrible. We also like want that. to. We also don't want to spoil the. Mood for the grand reveal of you. It is quite a good point. I shall remain silent for the time being. Only for a little while. All right, I, he I does guess so. we can drop him off at the uh, train station in Six Tower anyway, which is yeah. closer by. And, and as you guys are, are heading by, before you drop him off, he goes, Oh, oh, one more thing before we part ways temporarily. I do seem to have remembered my name. Ooh, do tell. Do tell. You may refer to me as Dulgaroth. That's majestic. It fits you. Such a nice demonic name. <laughs> I'm sure that's intentional. <laughs> Thank you. I guess we're gonna leave him with uh, 
Amancio, yeah? Because I'm sure Amancio will appreciate the door a whole lot and give him all kinds of compliments. Oh, yes. <laughs> Without Just having make sure to tell him to be nice to the door. An emphasis not for sale. <laughs> yeah, honestly, <laughs> you don't even need to tell him. He doesn't want to sell it. He's, he he's so want to sell it. He's never seen a talking door before. And specifically, before you guys leave, he gives it a quick look over and it kind of holds you guys at the door. I know you're bleeding, Desmond. He apologizes. And no, it's fine. Just... <laughs> he lets you know that this is made of like old wood, like pre-war wood. Yes. How, how long ago was the war? Indestructible, honestly. It, it was quite some time ago. And this was really old. Okay. Yeah, it's, 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 it's really old. He says, I don't know where you found it. I don't really care where you found it, but this thing probably shouldn't have been where it was. <laughs> uh, definitely shouldn't have been where it was. We're thinking of making it the crown piece of our station. He likes that. I'm sure you can think of some good use for it. All right, he will attempt to uh, smooth talk the door as much as humanly possible and kind of introduce him to what we do here, etc., etc. Uh, and you guys basically just let Richter know that there's there's more shit head back there. I mean, I'm sure Richter wants to see the door as well. Oh yeah, you guys are gonna, <laughs> you guys gonna invite Richter to go t- talk to the door. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'll show him the, the stuff I found and let him know about the Wait, stuff yeah. that's probably still down there. You said the door can't see, right? It has no eyes, yeah. correct. Okay, so we should, uh, wherever we put the door for now, we should have, like, a sign next to it that says, please be nice to the door or he might kill you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm sure Amancio isn't uh, putting him out for display currently. No, right. but if we show him to anyone, yeah, just like can, a fair warning so we don't have to just keep saying it. Yeah. For now, we can basically use him as our literal guard door for our smuggling operation. Right, and you guys do... 100% no. That's very smart, Ogre. You guys have people working for you. Were they to say anything rude to the door or try to... They're not going to open it. It's just going to be off to the side for now. But do anything to it, like use it like a table or put something on it or move it in the wrong way. It would probably bite Yeah, yes. I, I agree. We should have a note. Definitely. Yeah, very smart. So we can jump over to the downtimes. Let me start rolling for stuff first. Let me do eggs. Particularly for this session of downtime because the bill hooks are in such disrepair as of current, oh, we'll say while you guys are indeed at war with them, you'll still have your two downtime activities for this session, but next time it'll go back to one. So it's kind of going to alternate because they're in such a shitty position. Uh, and as I mentioned, they're currently trying to focus on get their boy out, but as they continue to tinker with that, it's going to switch back to you guys only get one downtime. So each of you have two, and Desmond has his extra floater that he can hand out. Um, I also still have my special armor, which I can use for long-term projects, but I'm not sure if that's a roll or just a extra dice. I'm pretty sure it would, give it, a, uh, it would give an extra die to the rolling on that, which would make sense. Does anyone still have an item they picked up that is uninspected that I can uh, elucidate my... you on? Wait, do we know how the pistol works? Yeah, it's effectively an injector for, well, drugs. Okay. Long-range drug injector. Is it long range, actually, or is it close range? I don't know. If you were to tinker with an ogre, the way it functions currently, it's meant to, you put it against you, you shoot it, and if you guys were to pull the trigger, the pincers would just, like, they'd bite, basically. If you were to tinker it, you could get these pincers to shoot off, not too far, because it still needs to inject the poison, but you could basically yeah. get them to shoot off. The, the poison would be stored within the pincer, so you have to pull the trigger once to put the poison in the pincers, shoot the trigger again to have them shoot off, and then they would instantly inject once they reach a skin so of course hitting leather would make it whiff but if you hit someone from a distance you can nail them or just you know walk up and get them with it most importantly that is it door quiet? Use so much. Would be nice. very is quiet it silent very silent yes good that's perfect 
So very good for stealth. And like I said, you can shove other things in here. Uh, Ogres gonna need to obviously tinker with the application process, but you can put knockout gas, you can put anything you want in this thing. Yeah, and effectively you have eight-ish doses of it. You need to grind down one knuckle bone plus a chunk of the coral to make it work. The vial you have, Ogre, now that you guys have some time to look at it, we'll say you show it to Amancio, and he lets you know that these are seeds. Oh boy. That's rare. Incredibly so. It's so from the garden. He's so he's not really seen these before, but he's read about them. These okay. should be if if everything lines up. These should be from the pre cataclysm. Hmm. These are no plants that are currently growing in Duskwall. I don't think we can keep those. Though. That would draw far too much attention to us. If you sold them, they would go for a very high price. I mean, we can just keep them in our base. They're sealed in this glass vial, and they've probably been sealed for quite some time, so they are perfectly safe. It is more so if we decide to grow them, they will draw a lot of attention, so that's probably not a good idea for us. Correct, unless you can bullshit what they are. (laughs) Even then. So should we just sell them to some rich dude? I I mean, we could, you know, give them to uh, a certain philanthropist friend of ours that likes, you know, having rare things, and then sell to them to sponsor us some more. I kind of want to grow one, I mean, though. how many people in Duskwall I mean, can say that? I mean, how many seeds are there? Io, Ten. plants. Ten, yeah. Ten seeds? I mean... Mm-hmm. I just want to grow one. Could we take one out? You might... And give them the rest? Considering it's sealed, you might want to be careful for now. Oh. But you could definitely take one out when you plan on giving it to him, and then keeping one. Do mm-hmm. we even want to give all of them to him? We could try to sell a few to, like, I don't know, some other gangs that we know. Curry up some favor. True. I suppose we could have um, Amancio peek around to who might be interested in Old World Seeds. I guess. Yeah, they're sealed for now. We can just kind of leave them there for a little bit. Yeah. Mean, we could make it a, into uh, an auction. Ooh, auction yeah. Auction off these Old World Seeds. Oh, he'd yeah. set that up ASAP for you guys, yeah. It'll take him some time to get it run in, but once he does, they're gonna, it's going to make some money. Um, I also want to bring the, the mole body to our, our new fancy restaurant to see if it's... Uh, Maybe they can advertise <laughs> like a one time only try this mole meat to, to, to gauge interest to see if maybe we can go back and get some more. And then it's, we it's... find out that the uh, Deathland scavengers has started a mole farm. <laughs> oh no. We can start it's... trading with them. It is mostly intact, yeah. You, you, you killed it very solidly. Uh, that is what I want to do. I want to uh, market the shit out of this mole, do like a taste testing extravaganza and gauge interest. Uh, Richter does warn you that these things are technically animals, but be careful with it. Wait, what do you mean? Is it poisonous? Not poisonous. It's just I they're mean, not necessarily... Tasty? They are not... mutated. Yeah. They're like demon mutants, basically. Oh! Yay! So, like, you can eat it, but just kind of be careful with how you prepare it. Eat them and you might get powers. Or you turn to a mole. The mole. No. Someone would be down with that. Isn't that Ogre's brother? Someone, yeah. Does that mean we'll need to look for a higher quality chef to prepare this thing? If you want to be careful, yeah, that'd be a smart idea. All right. I'll, I'll, uh, <laughs> I guess I'll do that. Fortunately, you know someone who's, you know, quite well off, so. Yes. <laughs> oh, no. Back to him again. Uh, something else, Desmond, that gauntlet you found. All oh, right, we didn't investigate that. Indeed. Mainly because you didn't really know what it was. Uh, but once again, yeah. because you guys have Amancio. He and Richter sort of, well, they both agree and disagree because they're like, there's no way that's what this thing is. Why the hell would it be down there? Especially in the servants' quarters. Yeah, and they're, they're trying to research 
the who lives weird things down there that shouldn't be down there. Yeah, they're trying so to research whatever it is. Who lived in that house? Definitely a noble, but there was some possibly some weird shit going on down there. They're gonna do some research. But this thing looks like it's it's been passed around quite a bit. If if it is what they think it is. I think I mentioned whenever someone dies, the bell rings out, and then the Death Seeker crows, literal crows. I forget exactly how it functions, but basically they'll they'll fly by to effectively mark the ghost, mark the corpse. And then after that, the spirit wardens will come on in and do their thing. This gauntlet, specifically, uh, was made by a spirit warden who first tamed these crows. And he claimed that this thing was a treaty that guaranteed the service of the crows to the spirit wardens. Oh dear. Hmm. It's been lost forever, though. So in general, this whole treaty, most people think, is kind of bullshit. It's just been lost. There's, there's no way to prove if it does or does not exist. So Wait, this was created or owned by? Uh, created by one of the spirit wardens. In case we want to make an undead army without raising any alarms or suspicion. <laughs> oh, no. gauntlet. Keeps it away from ogre. What do you mean? Imagine the things I could do with that. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> so what if we destroy it? No. <laughs> No, it's far too valuable. What do you mean, no? It's far too valuable. <laughs> I guess Besides, I guarantee you'd have a lot of fun with it, Ogre. I mean, yeah. I'm just going to ask Victor to uh, do some more research on it. Oh, yeah, definitely. He can bring it out for a field test if he wants. See what happens. Uh, and besides that, I think we can go to regular downtime activities. So let's I mean, we can also tell him about the weird-ass gargoyles we found to see if he knows anything about that. Yeah. Uh, yes, he would actually know that they are indeed guardians. Were you guys to stick around for too long or do things you're not supposed to do, they aren't meant to guard from you in particular. They're meant to watch the servants to make sure they're doing what they're supposed to do. Um, them being dilapidated and there for so long, they might have malfunctioned, but you guys did very well snooping about and fortunately ran into no actual issue. You guys weren't very loud. Useful. Yeah, very. Can they be repurposed? Oh, yeah, definitely. Like For the most part, they can be repurposed into whatever you need them to be. They're essentially just guardians. I feel place. like we should go back there. <laughs> Make ourselves some guardian statues for our operation. Yes, necessary. Oh, we have a guardian door. Yeah. And rude passengers die. Y'all can do that when the scavenging uh, when the scavenging clock fills up. Maybe you can ask him to, hey, when you guys go out there, send some of those boys our way. And then we can go over to crew experience. I gave you guys one heat and one rep because, uh, like I mentioned, obviously we know about this, but it wasn't really all that loud. It was loud-ish. And there was really no one to show off to besides our already friends. So I'll just do one in one. Uh, and for crew experience, execute a successful espionage. Yes. Uh, contend the challenge above your current station. I would say that's about on your guys' station, but it was dangerous. So I'll add one. Uh, bolster I mean, reputation. Would we get any rep from setting up an auction of like pre-war seeds? Uh, yeah. Do you, I mean, do you guys intend to sell the seeds and everything? Well, the, I guess the bigger question yeah. is, are you doing it under your name? Or are you trying to be quiet about it? It's not draw attention. Do you feel like we're going to want to be quiet about it? That, yeah, that's the biggest thing. Obviously, increasing your rep is drawing attention to yourselves, which just makes you a bigger target. You can do that, very much so, but it's risky. I guess for now we're keeping it a bit quiet. That's fine. Just keep that in your back pocket. When you guys want to do it, we can add rep for that. Uh, and then express goals, drives, etc. So we'll mark one for that. So we're close to leveling. And <sighs> then we can jump to the downtimes. Uh, first, I'm going to go uh, get my face stitched up. We'll have her roll oh, for you. Oh, you do that? I Sh turned to run Ogre with my half-torn-off face. Shebang. Okay, <laughs> so since you were damaged, that would clear it, but then it would increase you to three. Would you like another? Oh, or, your choice, you could pay one coin to increase the effect, and it will go from three pips to five pips. I pay one of the coins. 
All right, Kim, would you like to cure yourself as well? Yes, please. All right, let's knock these out. We got three, baby. Go. Hey, would you also like to pay a coin to do the same? Oh, uh, yes. You're now at one pip. Not that you really need it because you haven't taken any damage, so I'll just clear it. Is Ogre hurt? One whole money. Ogre, uh, would you yes. like to? All right. Heal up. Oh my god, you guys are doing great on these. All right. Wow. <laughs> would you also like to pay a gold to make it go to crit? Sure. I'll pay my extra money that I would get at the end of the mission. Alrighty. And then in terms of flat money, you guys would have found two total. Did any of you add that to your inventory or no? Nope. I didn't. Okay. I'll I'll just throw that in the, the crew then. Oh, that reminds me. Could I take this painting to Jeremy and ask him to fix it? Yeah, he definitely can. It'll take him a hot second, but I was going to ask it anyway. Uh, would you guys like to de-stress with your boy? Lux? Mm, what do you think? Should I de-stress? I mean, how much do you have? Enough. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> I'm definitely taking ogre. I'm not sure if Kim wants to risk it. I think I'll risk it, because if I don't, then I'm going to get four, and that's pretty much half my stress already. Sure. Who wants to go first? Me. All right, where you going? What you doing? Somewhere with a buffet. Does this place have, like, a... This is completely not the right term, but, like, a like a food gallery? Just, like, like, like food tasty testers things? Oh, like a wine tasting or something? Yeah. Less bougie, but yeah, definitely. Let's do that. Artisanal wine tasting. Yeah, indeed. Because and it has to be artsy for you. Yes, yeah, they, ar 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 artisanal drinks and foods, whatever. They call it artisanal, and we just have to take their word on it. <laughs> artisanal blue cheese. It isn't mold, uh, moldy. Trust it's, us. It's we good mold, don't worry. It's this is good yeah. mold. It's the mold you want. That's wow. disgusting. All right, go ahead and roll the de-stress. This cheese is called the, uh, the red bastard cheese. Contains no rat. Uh, for one of your rollers, you can go up or down, too. I am now stress-free. Nice. Uh, see, I can roll a maximum of two, so I'm going to have to reduce by four, which puts me at the nice spot where I hate being. But okay, it's fine. At three? Yeah, <laughs> three's awkward. I was okay as, with three. As long as I don't roll another six. All right, Ogre. And then I take over. Where are you going, dog? The one that we did a few jobs for that has, like, a fancy casino or whatever. Oh, yeah, and sure, the definitely. One, the one that I gave chicken eggs. Yes. Hell yeah. yeah. I'm sure she has some good food there. It's fancy. Definitely. Gambling away while Desmond eats, I guess. As she prefers, yes. Ah, yes. Lower that by two. Yep. Now let's hope I don't roll six either, otherwise we're gonna get kicked out. You did say oh, you've no. been doing very well rolling sixes all night, so... Hey. Oh, thank God. Thank God. Okay, we're good. <laughs> I reduced that by one. Excellent. Uh, I'm about to say, this whole night, man, I keep rolling sixes, and then at the end, I don't want to roll a six here, please. <laughs> I mean, I didn't a roll a six when it mattered, and took three stress and a two harm. <laughs> Indeed. Alrighty, so... Nice. Then I'm gonna have to um, spend the gold to work on the long-term project for the uh, informant turf. Alright, I'll go ahead and subtract one from the whole, from our group. That'll give us a total of trace, so one, and then reset, two, three. Alright, this is the last set. Once we fill this up, we'll have an informant area. Can I roll on that, too, for another gold? Yeah, technically, it's a group project. I'm going to take my own gold, so I don't take from the vault. Very nice. One, two, it's three. Another three. You can spend another gold to increase that and make it uh, complete. Sure. My vault's a little too full anyway. Oh, my God. <laughs> Suffering from success. <laughs> You've had that skill for so long. I have, yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I didn't have it as long, and I'm also almost full. 
I already... just got it a few sessions ago, and I'm already filling up a bit. Excellent. Now we have informants. So whenever we go to gather information, we get a plus one. Nice. Uh, I was thinking of spending one to work on the train. Uh, yeah, why not? All right, go for spend it. Spend one out of the vault. I will say specifically from this little venture ogre, roll me your tinker and then add one from all the little devices you picked up. Away. Nice. One, two, three. That's a lot of sixes lately. Yeah, I said go ahead because we're lucky right now. Knock on wood. Last roll. For That's once. It. No more. Finish it. I mean, sure, I'll spend another gold from the vault to finish it off. Okay, I believe that was the last thing we essentially needed. So, Ogre, you effectively have a blueprint and you have all of the opening parts and it's all ready to, like, you know, shift and do what we need in order to put this thing onto our train, which we technically have, it's just not perfectly in working order. When this thing needs to be up and running, you will have these parts. You can go and add that to your notes somewhere that you basically have the ability to litify a train. What are we calling the train? For now, it can be Phantom Train. Keep it away from people named Saban. The Ectomotive. I mean, I'm pretty sure I'm the one that's going to eventually become the train, so... I thought you were just going to put whoever you wanted in the train. No, because it, it's, uh... Whoever, like, puts their no, soul no. in the train is going to be, like, trolling it. it oh, you know, I don't give that to anyone. Good, right? Because we have trains that use soul energy, which is, like, the eternal torture machine. And then you want I mean, to straight up turn yourself into the train. I was thinking like a combo of both. Like I, I control the train and we use other people's souls to fuel me forever. That, that's basically I mean, work, ma yeah. maybe the door knows how he was made and we can ask him. He's also unaging and undying and a door. A door. But he has a he will, a so he could do whatever yeah. he wanted. Also, I did not realize getting this door involved a uh, ogre committing suicide. What do you mean? I'm not he's killing not, myself. Yeah, he's not dead. He's just becoming a train. You'll be disembodied no, and... No, 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 no. He's no, going to no, wait no, no, until no. he actually dies. I'm waiting until I actually die. All right. <laughs> Which, at his current rate, is probably very no, soon. What do you mean? <laughs> as much as we antagonize each other, I like Oak. Planning ahead. I mean, you'll still be there. You'll just be trained. You can talk uh, to the train. It won't be the yeah, same. You can't talk to the... <laughs> Wait, since the train is big and I'm inhabiting the train, will I just get, like, a super deep, loud voice? <laughs> if you want one, yeah. I will modify the train to make it deeper and louder. Oh my god. So <laughs> we're gonna have, like, everything, so I'm not bored as a train. Get some oh off-track wheels for your train so you can drive through the, the streets as well. Alright, we'll go ahead and jump to experience. We'll start with Mr. Desmond. To be addressed a challenge with calculation or conspiracy. Uh, calculation, definitely. Despite right. the fact that it literally blew up in my face. You tried. It's all that matters. <laughs> and then uh, your beliefs and such. I mean, Dreyse in this case, looking for valuables, but that's about it. I agree. And did you struggle with any traumas or any of that nonsense? I mean, that was the reason why I kept everyone close together. I'm not sure if that's a struggle, though. Yeah, I don't think any of us struggled. Not much struggling, really. Uh, well, you say that, but, like, you know, you dove in some pretty hard stuff. Me? Does that count as struggling? I mean, you put reckless, your, right? You put yourself in some dumb situations, yeah. Alright, fine. I struggled. <laughs> Honestly, reckless is like the best one to take. Basically, do something, do something <laughs> yeah. dumb, effectively. Do something <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, so with the bonus, that should be three, I believe. And then him, since we, we already said that you did it. Uh, deception or influence? Uh, I influenced the door. You did, yes. I spoke up first. I read the message first. And you guys did play carefully. Yeah, that does make sense. Uh, Beliefs and drives. Uh, the painting. 
yes, that, that is definitely one of your drives to get all those boys back. And did you struggle with recklessness? Yeah, he did. Okay, so <laughs> one, one, one there. Uh, plus the one bonus should be four. And then Ogre. Uh, knowledge or arcane power? I mean, maybe knowledge, trying to figure out what I can use. I would say knowledge, definitely, yeah. Uh, beliefs and drives. Heritage background. Kind of. Yeah, you were, you were expressively looking for something in particular, so I'd say yeah. And did you struggle with either being haunted, paranoid, or a gambling addict? Uh, not really. Okay, so we'll say three total for you as well. I already gave experience to the crew, so I believe we're good, unless we have any other little downtime activities we wish to do. Uh, gold from our heat. Indeed. I've been doing that one last, so I keep forgetting an accident. Okay. Uh, tier roll minus one. That at all. Dice, go. Wait, no, tier rolls too. All right, dice, go. One, two, three, four. That's a lot of gold. It, it feels like we use so much and we just gain four. It's like, wow, okay, never mind. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> we, we definitely should be doing more downtime activities, I guess. All right, beautiful. And as per usual, if you guys miss one now, we can literally do it at the start of the session because downtime bleeds from the end back to the beginning. We shall indeed say that while we're kind of, you know, shifting about an ogre, you're doing your crafting and such as you finish this lich compartment be thrown onto the train. We'll say that your group receives a visitor, specifically focusing on ogre. This visitor we shall meet next week. Oh no, it's one of the three ghosts that is currently hunting you. <laughs> is it three? I thought it was more. 